Y'all ready for this? All right, welcome to the Revenue Love Podcast. I am Jonathan Hinshaw here with two amazing guys. I'm here with Manish and Pratik, co-founders of a company called E2M. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is, uh, this is really good. I-, I wanted to bring you guys on the podcast because you guys run a very good agency that for outsourcing or for offshoring, I should say. But you also have two locations. You guys are, you know, Manish, I know you're in San Diego. Pratik, yeah. you're the director out in India. And I, I think my audience really, really appreciates the fact that you guys, you know, have actually put a presence in the States, which is really cool. So before we get into your businesses and, you know, all that fun stuff, would you mind just giving a quick bio of, you know, how you guys got started, how long you've been around, and just kind of introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So uh, I'll, 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 this is Manish, and I'll, I'll start. So uh, basically, uh, Pratik and I, uh, we, we started back in September 2012. So to give you a little bit more background, then uh, we were starting, we were working together before we started the company, we were working together uh, in a software development company and where we were, we were taking care of the entire digital marketing division. But that was kind of not the mainstream uh, service of the company. And uh, we were just uh, promoting the company's uh, services and uh, doing the business development activities for that company uh, through digital marketing services. Then we both realized that we, we would like to go we would like to go on a mainstream uh, business, which means where we want to do exclusively digital marketing, where we would like to work on more and more projects and get the better understanding, get, gain more expertise. So that's what brought us to start a company. So we both uh, uh, we had quit uh, company, our companies where we were working together. And we started E2M in September 2012. And uh, we started with two. I mean, we were just two people at the, when we started. We just started with like $2,000 in total. And uh, the E2M was started in like, you know, 500 square feet office. And uh, I mean, we started in the era where, I mean, a lot of companies were shutting down because in, in 2011, Google had rolled out Panda. Then 2012, Google had rolled out Penguin. So it, it, it took a huge uh, shot to all the online businesses. And a lot of companies, a lot of agencies were shutting down actually at that time. Uh, and they were losing clients. And that was the time we started. And we thought that we would like to start with something completely different, which is the, which is the like, you know, real-time... Uh, market requirement and and we studied google panda and penguin and and all the google unnatural links algorithms so closely and we thought that why don't we start offering this service 
So we started with Google Penalty Recovery Services. That was the main service we started our business with, rather than diving directly into the whole mainstream digital marketing channel. And that got us really, really, uh, that got us really, really good visibility. We contributed. We became a contributor. We started. Uh, we started distributing our our experiences, uh, our analysis, our research. And right after that, we analyzed that. Uh, I think uh, it's. I mean, now we are able to recover the client side. But what after that? So we thought that. I mean, link building was already dead at that time. Nobody. It was not working at all. So we thought that. Uh, I mean. We were we were having some instinct that content marketing is going to be the next big thing because content will be the content will be the future in, in digital marketing in the industry. So we we started with high quality guest blogging. So that 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 something our we, we started company with the real time services. I mean from the day one we we haven't worked on any any kind of old school activities and we haven't followed any old school practices we always followed the trends and we still follow the trends i mean what we are doing right now that we were not doing when we started the company so i mean and of course what we will be doing next year that we are not doing right now so that's what we always believe that uh, change is really important specifically in digital marketing where uh, i mean things get evolved day by day and uh, i mean so that's how we started the company in September 2012. We started with uh, two people. And uh, yeah, I mean, right now we have a team of 100 people. Uh, wow. we have, yeah, we have wow. like, we started in like four and a half years. We grew from two to 100 people. And uh, from 500 square feet to, we have right now 6,000 square feet office uh, in India, where we have three offices actually. And uh, all of people are in house. They are sitting on the same floor. So to give you more idea about our services, like we, I mean, we have three divisions, digital marketing, then website design and development and uh, mobile applications development. So, well, what I found really interesting, I, what I found very admirable about how you guys started is you came up when everybody else was going down. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you guys, yeah. but you saw a hole in the marketplace when everybody was trying to sell ubiquitous terms like SEO and PPC and, you know, black hat link building and Panda and Penguin came out and were crushing people. So you guys came out with a Panda Penguin fix, which I think is genius. You know, um, I mean, that's our company kind of launched in a different direction. Once we came out with the Magento maintenance, cause nobody was doing Magento maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted to touch it. Yeah. So I think that's really, I mean, that's key, you know, for our listeners that are listening, you guys started a company when it's probably a pretty bad idea to start a creative yeah, company. Yeah. And here you are, what, four, four and a half years later, you've got a hundred employees, three locations and, and Manish, you, you live in San Diego, correct? Yeah, correct? absolutely. So basically, uh, I mean, we, since we started four and a half years ago, Almost a year back, we realized that our uh, even though we have a company in India, our uh, most of the clients have been from the United States. We have a, we have a clients from twenty different states in the United States, and uh, so we a year ago we, we thought that uh, it's it, it's really important to have the local presence in the in the states 
to make it easy for our clients to do a business with us so yeah. there are a lot of uh, you know i mean when we work with clients they feel that there are a lot of things they would feel more comfortable to work with if we have a local presence in the in the states so we and incorporate it. yeah quite i was just going to say so one of the this is a big topic with my audience is mm-hmm. the whole offshoring outsourcing and and you guys know all the bad stories that people yeah. have had around that and you know, we've talked about it, you know with my company but how, how do you guys handle that i mean it sounds like you know some of the horror stories people have is you know having to do midnight calls because of the time difference between yes. india and the united states and that that's problematic or or sometimes that uh, that there really isn't a process in place mm-hmm. it's treated more like a a job but you guys are set up different i mean you guys have definite processes you guys get stuff done you execute but you, do you ever have any people say well you know um we don't like to offshore or outsource. <laughs> how, how do you guys handle that? Yeah, you know, to be honest, yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of times uh, it happens where clients always, I mean, they, they always think twice before working with us, but uh, we have a very standardized and organized process. So yeah. where we always try to cover at least four to five hours overlay. So usually what happens that, uh, I mean, we we work, we, we start late in the morning and we work till late. And uh, that way we always try to cover up four to five hours overlay every day. So we, we usually ask clients, we don't ask clients uh, to schedule the calls at their night. We always available during their morning time. And that way, I mean, we have plenty of time every day yeah. with clients uh, on, on every day. Well, and this, this is proof right here, you know, for everybody listening, it's 8.28 in the morning, Mountain Standard Time. That's when we're doing this recording. It's Friday, Friday, April 14th at 8.28 in the morning. I got Manish and Pratik here. So there's a testament to you don't have to do midnight calls. <laughs> yeah, and apart from that, uh, we have a very standardized email communication and project management software in place where, I mean, if we would say then... We, Pratik and I, we both check our emails almost every second. <laughs> other than other than we sleep, so we are we are uh, we are we are very very uh, proud to say that we are extremely uh, extremely our turnaround time is extremely faster uh, when it comes to replying to emails and clients' questions and answering clients' phone calls. So yeah, that's that's the key of our uh, our success, and that that's what uh, brought us over here. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So so go, let's go to golden nugget time. I always like to give the audience some golden nuggets. So I'd like to ask you and and Pratik. Pratik's been awfully quiet. I think he's letting you run the show here, Manish. You might have to poke him. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. But so golden nugget time uh, from both of you guys. Maybe I, I think both of you guys have a lot to bring to the table here because you both have different roles, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. I would like to know just for the audience. What's the number one piece of business advice that you've ever received? Like, what's the best business advice, the one thing that you guys, uh, that somebody told you or that you learned? You know, what, what is that one golden nugget for, for business? What do you guys have for that? Yeah, I will, I will let Pratik answer first. <laughs> then, then I will do it. Go ahead, Pratik. 
Sure. So one of the best advice that I've ever received has been that if you put your customers first over everything else, uh, then most half of your business is done right then. And then after you can work on the rest of the things that comes your way when you are doing the business. So that's the most important advice I would see I've received uh, ever. That's good. So 50% of the battle is putting your customers first. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Manish? Uh, so I would say that I received the best advice so far is uh, maintaining the ethics and transparency with your customers. So it's, it's the most important advice I have ever received. I have, come, I have seen companies who have, I mean, who grew from like, you know, from nothing zero to like a million dollar company where the fundamental fundamental thing is maintaining the ethics and transparency with your customers. So I know nickel and dime and uh, I mean, nothing, no surprises. <laughs> no surprises. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty much like doing a business like a crystal clear. Okay. This is what we do. This is what you will get. This is what you will pay. I mean, that's pretty simple. So I think that's the really key of successful uh, business. That's awesome. I, I always say that the new model for business these days, clear is the new clever. Just be clear. Yeah. Be crystal clear like you just said. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, I know, Manish, you, you've recently moved to the States. And so you've got Pratik running the yeah. team in India. You're out here doing business development, working on growing a team here in the States as well. Where are you guys headed for, for 2017? Um, you know, not only where are you headed, but what keeps you guys motivated to keep doing this? You know, this, this business can oftentimes drive you a little bit crazy. So what do you guys do to stay motivated and where are you headed in the future? I think our, our, uh, our passion for the, for the industry and our passion for doing a business, uh, specifically, passion for doing, uh, con- growing our company continuously, that's what drives us over here. So to give an example, I mean, we are, we are so be- serious about our business and we are so serious about our customers that I decided to move with my family and I have three years old. So, I mean, it was really, really hard to move uh, with the entire family for me. And I just moved like two months ago. So where... It's a whole different country. It's a whole different culture. It's a whole different world. So, but we are so serious about uh, our our business that uh, I mean, we, we thought that this move is is really really important, and and th- this move is really really uh, needed, much needed at this time, because I think uh, this is this is the time when uh, I mean we have to move on. So it will make things much much easier for us to, uh, I mean, uh, it will make things easier for us to communicate with our clients and knowing, I mean, when, when we are, since we are here, we can meet clients in person, we can understand their goals, we can, we can understand the culture over here, uh, local culture over here. And that will make us, uh, I mean, that will make our, our clients, things easy for our clients to do a business with us as well. Well, you, you definitely moved to the right spot. I mean, San Diego is a hot spot, so you definitely moved to the right place. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. 
Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's what I was saying. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. I think we're, we're getting just a little bit of feedback. Just a little bit of feedback, probably from a computer speaker. A computer speaker. I think so. Yeah, I think something might, is wrong. Might is be it good now? Good now. Good now. Yeah. Okay, no, no problem. Yeah. We can edit that. Ha, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the last, I have two last questions for you guys. Um, what does, who's your ideal client? Who do you guys really like to work with? And then what would the ideal project be for you guys? So ideal client, ideal project, maybe they're close, but I think our listeners would love to know, you know, do you guys have like a, an avatar or a type of customer you, you focus on that you go for, you know? Um, and do you have a certain type of product? Because when you say digital marketing, there's a lot you can do, you know, that's pretty wide, wide service. Um, so I guess my question just to add more context do you prefer working with, you know, e-commerce stuff? You know, is, is your ideal project in the e-commerce world? Is it more WordPress? Uh, is your ideal client a big agency since you guys have a hundred people or do you work with freelancers? You know, I, I'm just kind of curious so that our audience kind of knows what you guys, who you really want to work with. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Prati, you can go ahead and reply this. Sure. So, uh, the ideal client for us uh, would be most likely a mid-level organization as well as the startup wherein we can give our, our own insights uh, at every stage possible because we have experienced that if we work with enterprise level clients, we get to do very little from uh, the execution point of view. For example, if a client is coming on board, let's say if the client would like us to redesign the website. So the enterprise level clients would provide us the design layouts and we would just get to focus on the uh, on making the layout work by HTML coding or, or any other language that we need to use. But if we work with a startup or a mid-level organization, we would be able to do all the things that come our way, including the design, logo, you know, content, the coding part, testing and making sure that the website goes live with all the required ingredients. So that's all for the ideal client point of view. But at the same time, when we talk about uh, marketing clients, our expertise has been, and we are very confident on helping clients uh, from the SaaS industry where like clients, we have the clients like Shopify, so where we help them, you know, do content marketing using the expertise that we have as well as the resources that we create for them. So it's like that's more or less our expertise on that front. We also focus a lot on digital PR so that, uh, you know, the clients in the SaaS industry can get to learn as to how their PR campaign should operate or how they should position their startup so that their you know, target audience can find them uh, real quick. Because we have done these things for many of our clients and we use our understanding uh, of last nine, 10 years of experience being in uh, the digital marketing industry. And like Manish has been mentioning that both of us have 
uh, high amount of passion uh, to focus on the digital marketing part. And both of us have the same kind of background as well as uh, the interest, uh, which is very much needed to run the business. So but I, I don't, I don't want to roll over what you just said. I want to back up just a second. So everybody really hears you. One of your customers is Shopify. Yes. <laughs> and they're huge, right? I mean, that's a huge brand. And I, I think especially a lot of the, the listeners and, and my audience, even myself, you look at brands like Shopify and we assume, oh, they have their own team in-house. They never use anybody else. But that's not true. They, they reach out to companies like E2M for your expertise because I think a lot of large companies are sometimes, they're too close to the problem. They, they kind of get blinders on. So they need to bring somebody in from the outside that can help them. So I, I, I think I just, I didn't want you to brush over that too quickly because yeah. you guys work with Shopify. That's a big deal. But you also work with smaller companies. I mean, I, I would consider Epway to be a small, we're just a virtual agency where we're a very small company. And you've worked with friends of mine, like uh, I think you've worked with Creation Chamber, Philip Lockwood's company, right? Yeah, we, we recently started with uh, working with Phil, yeah. He has yeah. been working with us, yeah. So that's, I mean, you guys have clients all across the board, you know, uh, yeah. people all over. Yeah, I would like to add on top of what Pratik said, uh, I would say our ideal client is also small, even startup to small to medium-sized agencies, full-service agencies. Uh, and we we also work with them to provide them white-level services. So, yeah, I awesome. mean, that model has been working really, really well for us because we have, a, I mean, uh, companies over here in the States, in the Canada, it's, it's not easy to have all the expertise in-house because technology is evolving day by day. And... Uh, I mean, we have built a company where we have all the expertise uh, at one place. We are bringing all the expertise on a table together. So we make things so much easier for other agencies to uh, work with us where, I mean, they just focus on sales and bringing clients and project management. And we, we just provide them, we just take care of the products and we just do everything behind the, behind the scene. You, you basically become their team behind yeah, the scenes. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of an extend, extended team completely. So I, I think it's a, it's really important uh, for any agency, scalability and profitability. Those two are the most important things for a, any agency. And I, I have been here in the in the States uh, since last few months. And uh, I, I realized that, uh, I mean, this has been a biggest challenge for even a small to mid-sized agencies where they don't want to uh, increase their overhead expenses. They don't, I mean, their clients keep coming with uh, uh, everyday new requests. Hey, do you guys do on this technology? Do you guys work on this technology? And it's not easy for a small to medium agencies to, to hire people whenever their clients demand. So in that case, we, our agency fit perfectly in that situation where they just, um, they just don't allow clients to go anywhere. And those agencies just let their clients know, hey, I mean, yeah, we, we, have a, we have all expertise. We can do it for you. And they, we just do it for them on a, on a completely white-level model. So That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's the reason we, we think that this model works really, really well. Well, and I think a lot of companies, especially you mentioned you know, the startup agencies yeah. and the companies in growth mode, 
it can be really scary to try to hire employees, bring on full-time people, and now you have all of the added cost of training them, right? Just getting yeah. people on board and training them and paying them. And I don't think anybody realizes how hard it is to really just bring one employee on board, let alone a hundred like you guys have. So, I mean, you know, you guys know me for a while. I, I've been offshoring since I started Ebway. I love the fact that you guys have the experts and a company like me can just reach out and say, here's what I need. I don't have to know anything really about WordPress, Shopify, content marketing. I could just work with the customer, get their business goals, see what they need and reach out to you guys. And you put the strategy together. You come in and, and do the work and, you know, you're my heavy lifting team. On the back end, I just worry about sales, business development, project management. I mean, I, I don't have any of the other worries about hiring employees, paying them, training them, having them call in sick, right? Yeah. All that, all that stuff. And I, I think you, uh, your company in particular, E2M, you guys are empowering smaller companies to offer more services, uh, and you're really good at it. So I, I give you guys a lot of respect for that. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, this is this is we we figured out. Yeah, this is a really important uh, thing. Uh, which I mean, this is kind of a best of the both worlds, and because we have a, like already we have a setup, we have a, a structure, we have organized everything. So even if uh, any any of our clients reach out to us and they say, hey, we would like to, we would like you guys to hire uh, people on this expertise. Will you guys uh, willing to do that? And we are really open for that. So, so you're you're kind of like a staffing agency in a way yeah, as well. It's, I mean, we can work like that as well, but I wouldn't say we are exactly staffing agency okay. because we, we just, I mean, we are providing the whole solution. So, I mean, it's not something that our clients will have to manage all of our resources. I mean, they will just deal with uh, one person. There will be only one POC. There will be only one point of contact. So our client will not have to deal with uh, multiple people uh, for the same thing. So we, we, we always make sure to uh, keep things really simple for our clients and we may make things easy for them to communicate with us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I know you guys got business to do. So before I let you guys go, how can my listeners contact you? And, and I'll, I'll put all the information in the, uh, in the description, your, your websites and your LinkedIn bios and all that. So listeners, everybody listening, if you check out the description of the podcast, I'm going to put all the links in there so you guys can find these guys. But but Manish, how, how can people reach out to E2M if they want to learn more about sure. you guys? So, I mean, we are very open. Uh, <laughs> we are very open. So people can go to our website. They can fill out the contact form and that will reach out to us. They can email us on info at, the red, info at e2msolutions.com. And they can also uh, give me a call directly i mean i'm local in san diego uh, 6193016763 so phone email website either way i mean people can also follow us on twitter facebook linkedin and connect with us and reach out to us i mean prateek has a verified twitter profile he's he's an influencer in the industry he has been recommended by search engine watch as a top set 37 SEO experts to be followed in the world. Well, we, we'll have to get you guys back on here to talk about, uh, to talk about SEO and strategies and 
and stuff like that, because I know that's going to be a huge topic in 2017. It just it seems like Google's forcing people to be content marketing experts now. And, you know, in a room full of web designers and developers, it's really hard because clients need it. And I think we're going to be building sites for customers going forward. And the site is not the thing that drives business. The site, the site's like Basecamp, right? That's where you start. But if you don't have you don't have content marketing and SEO and some sort of strategy, the website is kind of useless. So, so we'll have to bring you guys back on to talk about how to drive leads and drive traffic. And that'd be good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I will let Pratik uh, answer this question because he is the one who had our entire digital marketing and SEO division. Sure. So, uh, when it comes to SEO content marketing, digital PR, um, the strategic point of view. So, John, can I just uh, catch you again on, on the topic? I, I, I thought yeah. that you want to do another... Uh, there really wasn't a, a question in there, but uh, since, you're yeah. the, since you're the digital marketing expert, um, well, I guess there is a question. I have one question that I think the audience would really like. The, the whole SEO thing, you know, search engine optimization, uh, on-page search engine optimization, like technical SEO, which it seems like that's what a lot of these offshore companies are offering. They're offering SEO, but SEO, that's just a tactic. It doesn't really grow business by itself. So are you guys, you guys do more digital marketing in terms of content marketing it's not as technical, it's more strategic. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and there are quite a few things that I want to uh, touch upon. So when, when we say SEO, uh, there we cover on-site SEO, link building, um, then you know updating clients, website, blog, etc. kind of thing. But when we discuss with clients openly about what kind of work needs to be done, we also consider content marketing and digital PR as one of as one and two of those areas because digital PR is something that's going to work well uh, for the rest of 2017 and 2018 as well because that has been the key in last say about a year or a year and a half and, and it's been growing like anything. So SEO is there, it's going to be there because it is what you do to optimize your website for Google but content marketing as well as digital PR are going to be the biggest things in the upcoming, you know, six months or a year down the line, I would say. So do, do you guys have um, content writers on, on staff that are like, like English or even Canadian based content writers, or does the client provide all the content for you guys? I'm just no, we, yes, we, we do have content writers. Uh, so three content writers are based out of the United States. Okay. And uh, about seven content writers are working here from India. Okay, great. Wow, this has been good. I'm, I, I'm just glad I could get you guys on the show. I mean, you, you guys work with Shopify. You've worked with friends of mine. I've known you guys for a while. I've seen you grow. You know, I was excited to hear Manish was moving to the States. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope we can get together and, and meet you guys in person. But just... The fact that you guys started with two people four and a half years ago and you have a hundred people today, that's huge. So I, I give you guys 
kudos for that. I mean, good job. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, John. Well, thank you very much, John. Thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, listeners, again, you can find these guys everywhere. I'll put the links in the description. Uh, I've got Manish and Pratik. They're from E2M. Check them out, e2msolutions.com. And thank you for listening. One, and it comes to two, to the three, and four. Then I drop the beat I have in store. Lay the lyrics on the top like a rug. Make it sound smooth and later make a dub. Enunciate well, so that you can tell. I am not illiterate, no, not even a little bit. Nothing like an idiot. Get it? You want the record? Cool, I'm with it. Let the rhythm trick you. Shake it because it makes you. As I turn the knob to the door, you escape through. Going like a nut, don't be a pop. I let it play cause